Welcome to Sefer Zechariah. <laughs> Zechariah was a contemporary of Chagai, so he lived during the period that, um, after the destruction of the first base Hamikdash, and Kalani Israel were in Golis in Bovel. Uh, who was Zechariah? So he's one of the Anshe Knesset If you remember, we had another of the Treyasar who was one of the Anshe Knesset I leave you to remember which one. Um, he was either a Talmud of Yechezkel or Baruch Ben Neria. Now, Zechariah's prophecies and the Treyas are probably the most cryptic. Um, Rashi writes they were not fully fulfilled until the days of Mashiach. And so we're dealing with a very special prophet, a very special Navi, uh, and we are dealing with quite a cryptic Navi. Uh, and remember, well, after the destruction of the first base, I make dash. It's interesting just in general. Uh, the Rambam writes that after the f- destruction of the first base, I make dash, when we were in Golis, language itself uh, or clarity of language um, was ruined. That's why, says the Rambam, Anshek Nasnagdola had to fix the Tfilas because people could no longer express themselves fully in Lashon HaKodesh. So I guess given that there's a connection between the Novi and the people, it makes sense that the Novi, Zechariah's visions also are a little bit cryptic. You know, the language um, is not Hashan that Zechariah was lacking in, in language, but given that the people can express themselves, it makes sense that the Novi, the Navu of their Novi, was a little bit less ordinarily accessible. Here we go. Well, the first paragraph of Zechariah, what happened is so Zechariah talks about that Hashem has anger, so to speak. Remember, it's only from a, our perspective in how Hashem looks like he's dealing with us. It's not real anger. But he has anger with your ancestors. And it was at the time of the destruction of the Beis Amikdash, that it looked like there was anger. It looked like there was anger. Zechariah demanded that we do tshuva, uh, even though our parents ignored the other Nevi'un's warnings to do tshuva. Uh, he says that the eventual end uh, with the destruction of the first base Hamikdash is history um, because the Nevi'un's Nevi'un's were fulfilled. Right? He sees a vision of an angel riding a red horse. Interesting, the red horse alongside a river. Um, now, what's this red horse? So this either symbolized the destruction of the kingdoms of Mada and Paras, that's Rashi, or the Redak says it's saving from Hashem's anger that was caused by Hanani, Mishal, and Azariah when they refused to bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's idol. Uh, red horses riding along a river, there's three horses there, colored red, sorrel, and white. Uh, a different angel tells Zechariah that the angels had gone around the world and found that Kleinstra lay in ruins while the rest of the world enjoyed stability and tranquility. They dove into Hashem, redeemed Kleinstral after the 70 years of suffering. Hashem responds that he was enraged by other nations' mistreatment of Kleinstral beyond his allocated punishment to us. Had that in reference to Mitzrayim as well, way back when, in the Shibud. Therefore, Hashem would treat Kleinstral compassionately and give us a base amikdash. Uh, secondly, he would rebuild Yushalayim, enable Yushalayim to flourish, and finally, select Eretz Yisrael as his dwelling place once again. That's the happy end of the first paragraph of Sefer Zechariah.